0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Talking Two Tone. Um, we, after a brief hi- hiatus, I'm back again with the best in the business, Tyler Whipple, and uh, we're excited uh, to kind of get back into the flow here and talk about some things that have been going on. There's been a lot happened since our met- last meeting, and uh, we're gonna dive right into it. Um, <laughs> what what do you want to start with, Tyler? Literally, we could go anywhere
1: here. Well, you know, we talked about it earlier, and guys, we're glad to be back. Um, this, if you're watching this on YouTube for the first time, we're trying to take a little uh swing at this, see how YouTube does. If you guys like seeing our pretty faces or ugly faces, whichever one you think, it's kind of hard to say Asher's ugly, but that's a beautiful man over there on the other oh side. Oh, god, side.
0: You're, too <laughs> good, you're too good to take me out to dinner first.
1: So, uh, yeah, if you guys like this, we're going to continue doing this. We're, our stuff will still be available on uh. But- Uh, Apple Podcasts, and Captivate, and Spotify as well, of course. But we're going to go ahead and try the YouTube stuff. Uh, I think you guys like this. Well, anyway, talk about what we're here for. Um, I think we should address the elephant in the room. We haven't really – me and Asher have discussed this, but we haven't discussed it really over the podcast. And, um, man, I just do not like the thoughts of Shopping the King. Uh, I know the reports are out there, and it seems like we're kind of in rebuild mode and – Trying to reframe this team into Rand Carthon's ideologies, in which I think Derrick Henry fits that. But just just hearing the guys, the, the real big name reporters, Diana Rossini, um, just the ones that are really in touch with the Titans, um, uh, Taron Tar Davenport, those guys talking about Derrick Henry actually is on the block or what they were actually listening to offers for him. From what I understood, they he wasn't really wouldn't been shot. People were calling in and asking about him. They're listening. Is what I understand. Uh, it's just tough to hear that. Um, you know, if if I had to tell you what I think about this subject, though, I do not want Derrick Henry. I don't care if we're terrible. I just want Derrick Henry to be a Tennessee Titan. I know people say, let him go win a championship. No, I'm a selfish Titan fan. I, I want our guys to be here. The guys got 2,000 yards rushing with us. He carried us into a, a deep run into the playoffs, AFC Championship game just three years ago. And i just not ready to let go of those memories. And I don't want to see Derrick Henry playing for the Dallas Cowboys like Eddie George did or something crazy like that, you know. So, that, that's my thoughts on it. I would not trade Derrick Henry in 100 years. I would want him to retire at Tennessee Titans. So, Asher, what what are your thoughts on it?
0: I'm going to keep this very simple. If Derrick Henry is not on the roster of the Tennessee Titans at any point, it will be the end of Asherati. <laughs> and I mean that in, like, the most – Simple and in cutthroat way. Sure. Derek, the last thing I want to see, I can't handle another A.J. Brown, man. Yeah, I yeah. can't handle it. A.J. Brown gets traded, immediately breaks the Eagles franchise record for receiving yards and receptions, I believe, and then almost wins the Super Bowl. If I'm watching Derek Henry break the record for most broken tackles in a game against the Titans next year or whenever that happens, that's it. Time to throw in the towel. I mean, I don't know what what else I would do, because I mean, it, it, I I don't know. I don't know. Oof, God, I don't even want to think about it. It just drives me, and it doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't seem American. It doesn't seem anything. If Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry has been the identity of this team since he became a full fledged starter. I mean, I bought his jersey as soon as he got drafted. Literally, as soon as he got drafted, I purchased his jersey, and I bought one for my older brother and my little brother. So, yeah, Derek Henry's done on this team. That's it. That's it. I'm drawing the line. And, you know, I've got to set firm, healthy boundaries, and this is one of them. I can't – this one I will not back down on. So, yeah, that's what I think.
1: Yeah, you know, I completely in agreement with you on that. Um, it's just – it would just be a. Bitter pill to swallow to see that guy playing for anybody else, and I don't think there's a many teams in the NFL he really fits. So I'm not really real concerned with the, the you know putting him away because I don't think Derek Henry wants to go anywhere to where he'd be at just the first and second down back. And when he does play the third down with us, more people you know realize. However, um, if he played somewhere else, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, it would just like I I never. I couldn't stand a team other than the Colts, of course, but this year I just couldn't stand the Eagles because I just couldn't watch them play because of AJ Brown being on their team. And I have nothing against AJ Brown. What what I've heard and read since everything's came out, that was all on John Robinson. He he would have stayed in Tennessee for twenty two million a year, and that would have been yeah. an absolute steal for the top three or four receiver in the NFL. So I got nothing against AJ, and I'm, I'm you know I'm happy that he's doing well with the Eagles for him. But I can't like the Eagles because they stole. Our hopes and dreams on the outside. So I'm still
0: dead inside over that. I'm still dead inside.
1: Yeah, we all are. And if that happens, just that would be magnified by 1,000 if it was Derrick Henry. Imagine Derrick Henry went to a perennial, he goes to the Bills. That's what everybody's saying. He tears it up for the Bills, 1,500 to 2,000 yards rushing to win the (laughs) AFC. It'd be the same thing. (laughs) How hard would that be to watch? So,
0: um, Watching him break off an 80-yard touchdown run in the
1: Super Bowl. Yeah, like A.J. catching the 50-yard bomb from Jalen Hurts there. That's, it'd that be the wild.
0: worst thing in the world if it were an Eagles-Bills Super Bowl, and then we got to watch A.J. Brown <laughs> catch touchdowns and Derek Henry rush for 200 yards in the Super Bowl, breaking his own NFL record for most rushing yards in, in a playoff game. That mm, – I think that would be the time where I find that Hall is – well, I can't say that. I think it would be it would be a very difficult time for me to get out of bed for a couple of weeks.
1: <laughs> it would be tough, man. It would, I would be a depressed Titans fan, like you know. You see the memes with the poor frog frowning with the Titans cap on. That would be me. So, you know, let's 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 pep this up a little bit, though. You know, let's just move right on. We we've got another Derek segment, but I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Henry is going to be a Tennessee Titan. We're not going to drag you down too much. Derek Henry is going to be a Tennessee Titan. I firmly, firmly believe that. So, um, if we just I move. I, yeah, I, I don't think it's a hope. I think he will be. If he gets dealt, it'll be on draft day, in my opinion. But, you know, let's move on from that. Um, we got another guy that we want to keep around um, that's obvious and that he's kind of held out. He's kinda in a mini holdout, I guess you could say. He's doing what all the guys do, deleting, scrubbing the Titans from his social media. And Asher, you know who I'm talking about, Big Jeff, and his contract. Well, what what what's your thoughts on, on what we need to do with Big Jeff? And I think we've talked about this a little in the past, but what do you think we've forward now? I've
0: talked, I've talked about it multiple times. I don't care what he wants, I don't care what happens, I'd give him a blank check. There right. are three things there are three things a team needs to have to be extremely successful. You need to have a star d on the defense. You need to have, and by that I mean you need to have it at all three levels. You need to have a star on your defensive line. You need to have a star in your secondary. You need to have a star linebacker, because in today's day and age, you cannot win without all three. You need to have a bona fide stud at all three levels. On offense, you can kind of get away from it. Like you don't really have to have an elite running back anymore to win a Super Bowl. We saw we saw the Chiefs do that. They. You know, they kind of debunk that. The Bills get close. All these teams, you know. But on defense, you have to have an absolute monster out there. I mean, look what the Rams did two years ago. They had Aaron Donald. They had uh, Bobby Wagner. And they had Jalen Ramsey. I mean, you cannot win without all three, especially when it's becoming more and more, evident that this league is transitioning to a pass-happy league if it already completely isn't, you know, you you have to have somebody on that D-line that can just be a disruptor, like a force where they got to say, we've got to double that guy. And um, he makes your life a lot easier being on your defensive line because Danico Autry doesn't get double-teamed, Harold Landry doesn't get double-teamed, Arden Key now doesn't get double-teamed, you name it. Um, it's just pay him. Pay him, pay him a hundred million dollars, pay him two hundred million dollars. I don't care. Make it work, figure it out. That's that's what I used to say to the kids I used to see tennis do. I figure it out.
1: Figure it out. I mean that's we're on the same page as usual on that too. Uh if I was Rand Carthon and um and Mike Rabel right now, I'm doing whatever I gotta do to get that guy. I mean, he just fits the mold, man. He's a Tennessee Titan you know Jeff simmons would only fit at a few teams and i think the titans are one of them as far as his mentality and how he plays i mean he could fit anywhere because he's just that kind of guy but his his mentality and how he talks trash the whole time i can see him in a ravens uniform steelers uniform Titans uniform these smash mouth old school teams that rely on the front seven and the defensive you know front to do what's got to be do necessary to um make big plays on defensive end and um Jeff Simmons deserves absolutely a top five contract in the interior defensive line. Um, yep. You've got to put him up there with uh, Aaron Donald's contract and um, Chris Jones' contract. And, you know, just a couple guys that come to the head. And I think Jeffrey Simmons is in the right stress sphere with those guys, too. So if the Titans really want to continue not to go into a full rebuild mode, they got to sign the guys that are absolute studs on this team. With, and Jeff Simmons is the first bell cow that comes to mind. So, Titans, do whatever you got to do to keep that guy on the roster. And I will purchase a jersey because I don't have a Jeff Simmons jersey. As soon as the contract comes through, I will have a Jeff Simmons jersey. But anyway, right. you know, that's where we are on that. Um, Big Jeff, we, we kind of know. I mean, I don't feel – I mean, it doesn't feel like the A.J. Brown. I don't feel like there's a lot of uncertainty. We pay our defensive linemen. We've done that in the whole franchise's history. Now, I know we got a new you know management in, uh, but I think they'll pay him, and I think he'll be a Titan for at least the next four years. So, you know, moving on from that, uh, we've heard of thoughts on Big Jeff. Uh, we got a little problems um on the offensive line. You know, that was our big biggest deal last year. And we couldn't stay healthy on the O-line, and when we did have healthy players out there, they kind of sucked. Um, you know. I was looking at, you know, shout out Titans Rossi. I mean, Asher was talking about this. He had a nice tweet on what our um, projected offensive line is right now. And that's new guys in here at left tackle. I'll just go ahead and list it off here projected Titans offensive line for 2023 season. Um, Left tackle is Andre Dillard, the guy that's come over from San Francisco. Um, He was a backup. We'll get into him more when we get into the free agency talk. Um, Left guard, still up in the air. I'm assuming we're going to go young there. Um, Who knows It says two to be determined Uh, Could go draft a guy Could um, sign another guard We'll see Uh, At center We've got probably Aaron Brewer And I don't know if I want Aaron Brewer to play at center I just I don't know about that it's, that's, Big Jones is a big shoes to fill We all know that Uh, Right guard, Daniel Brunskill Another um, San Francisco uh, 49er I believe Am I right on that? Let me make sure Yeah He's another San Francisco 49er. Uh, of course, that goes with the rank carthon, And then at right tackle, we got MPF, the, the most solid option on this um, offensive line from last year. Um, and thank God we have MPF because <laughs> we talked about that last year. Um, but that offensive line looks absolutely atrocious right now, honestly. I don't know a lot about Andre Diller and Daniel Brunskill. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. I know about Aaron Brewer. He gets blew up about three times a game. Aaron Burr tries his hardest. He's just undersized. Um, yeah, they said it.
0: They said it on national television. They ba- they buried that man. Our national television told him he was too small to be a left guard.
1: Right, and which if, is
0: completely true.
1: If you move him in the center, I mean, I guess that's a little better because you don't have to be as big at center because most of the time you're not really lined up with somebody right over the top of you. I mean, at some defenses they do they had the nose tackle, but um, man. What – that offensive line is a mess. Uh, I know MPF, we can expect him to improve. Um, These other guys are veterans. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, What are you? that right there, in my opinion, right now, if you draft a left guard this year and and Aaron Burr is the center, that's a bottom five offensive line in the NFL. Just based off what what I've heard of these guys. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, what
0: I've I've, I've – I've dug a little deep into it um Andre Dillard got he was a former first round pick right. to the Eagles and he got benched um he played a little over 400 uh 400 snaps this past year didn't allow a single pressure so he, he's very good in pass protection very average in run protection okay um and then the new guy I'm not gonna lie to you don't even really know his name um the the left guard
1: he was just, just signed today, I believe, or yesterday. Yeah.
0: He apparently is also very good in pass protection and very average in run protection, which is okay. Because you can you can scheme run blocking. Pass protection, you can't really scheme that much. That was our biggest problem last year, is we had Dennis Daly, who couldn't do either, which forced you to play freaking Aaron Brewer at left guard because Dennis Daly could not do anything else. He could only play left tackle. Then when we had that happen, we had to put Corey Levin in over at left guard. And then we had to put Aaron Brewer at center, which is where he kind of found his best position on the offensive line. I still do not know what in the world we've been doing with Dylan Radins. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's played very well. I wouldn't say he's played very well. He's played well. Solid. Solid. At both tackle positions when asked to. I don't know. He's got to have pissed off somebody there. He's got to have pissed off Rabel or somebody about his work ethic and work attitude. But let me go on record and say this. Let's just stop drafting people out of North Dakota State. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's stop trying to cheat the process here. they, they don't produce they're, they're what a lower level division one, and before that, they're division two. Um, Carson Wentz is their most notable player ever to come out of there in the last 10 years. And he is a steaming pile of hot garbage. So much so that people are saying he's done in the NFL and he might come to my XFL team, the Orlando guardians, which I don't want that to happen. (laughs) Not even on your XFL team. Not even on my XFL team, dog. I don't want him anywhere. He he should not be. He shouldn't have hands to hold anything football shaped (laughs) at all. Yeah. But no, so this this offensive line, a lot of question marks, but it seems like they're ramping up to be able to throw the damn ball, which is which is very good because you can scheme run blocking. You know, you can pull, you can you can, you know, add an extra tight end to the line. Um which is good because you want to have as many opportunities to put Sugar Conquo out there as you possibly can. But it seems like this team is taking the step in the right direction from an analytical standpoint. Luna, if
1: you don't sit down, we're going to have to have a problem. Luna. <laughs> there she is. Hello, Luna. Welcome to Talking Two-Tone. Go. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, yeah, I'm okay with the offensive line so far, but I think that definitely want to spend at least two draft picks on it in, in the draft.
1: Yeah, and after the draft and after free agency, we could probably think a lot more about it. And we got to give these guys credit. You know, maybe I was a little uh, depressing on the bottom five. Who knows? I mean, offensive line could be drastically improved next year under the right play calling as well. You know, a lot of our play calling was so bad last year, our offensive line was just caught with their pants down. Like, every third down, Dennis Daly was in pass-rusting situations. There was never, like, a threat to run because it was always a third, medium, or long. So, I mean – if we're in better situational football, you know, our office line could look better. If we can actually get three yards on first down instead of negative two, we're looking better. So, um, that's just, that's our thoughts on the office line right now. There's it's still a lot in the air, guys, you know, a lot can change, whatnot. So we're going to move on from that. Um, we'll have a lot more to talk about that when the time comes, but, um, you know, we, staying with the offensive line, we kind of wanted to pay our tribute to Ben Jones and what he's done for the Titans um, organization in his time here. Uh, former Texan came over through the AFC South. Always got to like the guys. I mean, the guys that come from the AFC South always seem to do well in the two tone blue. Um, if just thinking the few guys that we have, I, I fully ex- uh, expect Arden Key to be a big time contributor this year. Um, uh, ben Jones, of course, was a fantastic center for us and um his name escaped me the defensive end from the colts i don't know why i can't think of his name right now nico autry nico autry i can't believe i couldn't think of his name um nico autry come from the colts another afc south guy and we've hit on all those guys so i i just want to touch base on that a little but if you think about ben jones and his time with the titans he really set the tone for our offensive line and we had other than last year i would say the whole time Ben Jones was here, we had a top 10 to 15 offensive line at a minimum with this uh, roster. And I think he set the tone a lot for that, and he contributed big time. He was just the Iron Man until this year. He got the concussion problems. So, um, you know, we just want to, you know, give a salute to Ben Jones and um, kind of want to discuss his future too. Actually, what's your thoughts on the Ben Jones era with the Tennessee Titans?
0: Oh, golly. It's it's really tough, man, because I love Ben Jones. And I know this move was extremely difficult on Vrabel. We saw that emotional clip last year where Vrabel embraced him in, in the tunnel after Ben Jones was playing on that torn-up knee. And, um, you know, it said he loved him like one of his own and how tough he was and stuff like that. He epitomized what Tennessee was through our smash-mouth football Period. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. a stalwart. He was pushing the pile. He was doing front flips and finger rolls and walking around barefoot and Lambeau and Buffalo and all these places. I mean, you could always count on Ben Jones. Like, you could always – you never – as bad as, at times as this offensive line was, and there were times where it was really bad and there were times where it was really good, Ben Jones was always – a, a, you know, a beaming ray of light on that offensive line. He was funny. He was, you know, he was nasty, too. He had that nastiness about him. And uh, he was always a bright spot on that offensive line. He will never get as much credit as he should. And, um, you know, you don't really appreciate it till somebody's gone. And I honestly think Ben Jones should just retire. Because yeah. of the concussion. It only is going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. And I, I, I selfishly, I don't want to see him in another jersey.
1: Yes, uh, I agree with that too. Um, of course, he wasn't a he wasn't a lifer. He didn't play with the Titans organization his entire career. Kind of felt like it though. Um, yeah. He don't feel like he has any allegiance to the Houston Texans. But no. I, I'm with no. you on that. I would rather him just retire. But I do not feel like that's what he's going to do. If he was going to retire, he would have because uh, I think the Titans pretty much. Said either retire or be released, and I think he picked a release because he probably wants to see like Taylor to one. Him and both are probably just kind of seeing what the interest is out there for them, what they can play mm-hmm. for. Um, I would imagine both of the guys would want to go play for a contender a couple of years if that's the possibility. I don't want to see either one of those guys either in other jerseys, but you know it probably will happen. I imagine Taylor they one. They were still
0: recruiting players to come to the Titans.
1: Yeah, he Run is. Through. I've seen that. But I feel like Ted Law will have a market and I feel like he probably will play in another uniform unless he just wants to stay with the podcast and, you know, and that's respectful too. You know, the guy doing really well him and Will Compton. So, um, yeah. But Ben Jones, we'll see. You know, he may retire. He may not. But uh, we, we want to just put, you know, touch base on that and that we're really thankful for the time Ben Jones was in Tennessee because he really made an impact on the organization and turned his team into a perennial winner and like, Last year was an anomaly, hopefully. So, um, moving on from that, we kind of want to touch base on the guys we have lost and picked up this year. I've got this list in front of me, Asher, so I'll kind of, you know, go along it and tell you what's going on. I think it would be the best way of doing it. Um, Right now we have lost some bigger names. You may have not noticed because I didn't notice the first guy. I don't know how it escaped me. Um, I'm pretty prevalent on this stuff. I try to keep up with it. But Nate Davis left – he got a contract with uh, the Chicago Bears who have been going crazy in free agency and just spent all kinds of money Um, after that big trade with them, the Panthers. Chicago's got a good future, so I I can see why he left. But he got $30 million on three years, $10 million annual average salary. Uh, That's a big – that's a good deal for Nate Davis. I didn't think he would get that kind of a market. I know he was good. He played well with the Titans for the three years he was with us. But, um, he, um, was kind of injury prone last year, didn't play as good as I think he had his worst year with us, in my opinion, as far as full time starter. And he got 10 million over that. Uh, what's your thoughts on Nate Davis, leaving?
0: Um, it definitely weakens us. It def- people, you know, people are going to say good riddance, you know, even if he came in and got beat out, he would have been a good depth player. Right. I read a report that he, that he lost favor with Vrabel, that Vrabel
1: hated him, and that, um, that's why he's not back. So, if do we get a compensa- uh, compensatory pick for him or not? I think he was a f- um, fourth rounder. I think we will. I think we. Will. I think he was a third rounder, so we should. Okay, so that'd be good. Yeah, we get. Uh, we lost to Marcus Walker again. He was the guy we drafted in that, that beautiful twenty nineteen class, um, and we lost him to Chicago as well. Uh, he uh, got $7 million a year, which is about right for him. He had a solid year last year. He was one of our better pass rushers. Um, so, I mean, I'm proud for him to get that, but we had to move on. I don't think we could have – right now we're not paying guys like that, you know, $7 million yeah. a year because we have pass rushers. We just picked up Arden Key. So, it's kind of a lateral move with him. Um, that's not a whole lot to talk about. Another guy we've lost, a lot of people haven't talked about a whole lot either. We Robert Woods got cut. He was picked up by the Houston Texans at on another $7 million contract, which is whatever. We wouldn't have going to pay him he's that gonna hate
0: it He's going to hate it there more than he hated it in Tennessee.
1: Yeah, he's. we've seen the tweet of him saying, finally, like, whatever, you know, like, dude, you finally, wouldn't get any separation, plenty. man. You're old. You wouldn't get any separation. Uh, and he that's, blocked like shit. Right. And, and he wasn't healthy the whole year. So, Robert Woods is gone. He was pleased with the divisional foe of the Texans, who we – some reason lose a game to every year now um (laughs) the biggest the biggest drop for us and i don't understand this and i sent you this tweet when it came out i don't understand why we didn't pay david long five and a half million a year i mean i don't understand that i don't i don't get it i know they don't like the soft tissue stuff and he's been dealing with that for two years but david long he's on the field as a top 10 20 15 ish linebacker in the NFL, and you're getting it for five and a half million. That seemed like a slam dunk, easy contract. If he wanted to stay here for that, man, why don't we do that?
0: I'm telling you, I don't understand that one at all. I think it's got to do, I think you're right. I think it's just the 12 games in two years, missing 12 games in two years, uh, you know. And, but even then, is he not worth $6 million for 11 games a year?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'd pay,
0: him a million, I'd, I'd pay him about, what, half a million dollars a game.
1: That He absolutely should have. We should have signed that. I mean, I don't understand. They may know something we don't know. But Miami got a stud linebacker for a little nothing, man. I, Miami's I been
0: fleecing people this whole offseason. They
1: got Jalen
0: Ramsey, David Long. They just signed Mike White. He's going to be a very serviceable backup. Yeah, you know, I don't understand. My I, They're making all the sexy moves. We're not making anything sexy. There's nothing hot about what Tennessee's doing.
1: Right, and most of these guys from San Francisco, I'll go on and tell you who we've signed. Uh, we've signed Kevin Strong, a defensive tackle out of Arizona. I had no idea about that guy. I don't even have his contract numbers on here. Uh, Aziz Al-Shahir, that's the guy who's going to replace uh, David Long. I've read that stuff.
0: Guy's that, that guy's I've, filthy. He
1: was a backup, but the linebackers in um, the San Francisco have run hour. Right our freaking yep. Hall of Fame level. So, well, they say he's really good, and we got him for pennies. That might have been why they knew he was going to get that guy. That might have been why we cut David Long. I don't know. Uh, Daniel Brunskill, who we talked about earlier, the tackle. Um, Andre Dillard, he'll probably play guard here. The tackle, Andre Dillard, he'll definitely play left tackle for us. He got three years and $29 million, which isn't that much for a left tackle. I mean, we got him for less than not $10 million a year. If he's if he's a good left tackle, that's a great contract. I agree. Uh, and then we got Arden Key. We've talked about him. We got him for uh, three years, twenty one million. He
0: violated Dennis Daly in that last season.
1: That was one of the low high yeah. low lights of the
0: year. I mean, he absolutely violated. I hope they, I hope Dennis Daly sees him every single day on, on the practice field. <laughs> not not ever in the starting lineups. Not ever in the scrimmages. I want Dennis Daly to see Arden Key every single day when he's on the practice squad and just gets PTSD. I don't, I really he would. Do. He would. I look he's at my face. Style. You see
1: how serious I am. He's a serious man right now. Man.
0: I'm fired up. I like Arden Key. I liked Arden Key when he got back to the to the Raiders. I believe was it the Raiders or the Niners. I, think I it believe. Was the
1: Niners. It was, I think it was the Run Niners. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's a great pick for us. Um. I, that's the best signing we've had all season. I think the Andre Dillard one's going to be a really underrated one. I think this yeah. guy has a coming in a former first rounder. He's got the talent coming in with a chip on his shoulder knowing that the left tackle position is his this year if he plays well. I And they got the contract to back it up. I, I think that's an underrated signing uh, because we all know what the worst position of the Tennessee Titans was last year, and it was left tackle and backup tight end. And we don't have to deal with any one of those guys anymore. Well, I don't want to get Jeff Flame started because we'll be listening to Jeff Flame hate for an hour. <laughs> but he won't be right. with the Titans next year.
0: Supposedly three teams are interested in Jeff and,
1: uh, and It's got to be XFL team and USFL team. That, that's all I can imagine. So, uh, anywho, um, another guy I want to touch base on is we're expected to cut um, or t- cut ties with NWI, Nick Westbrook-Akina, and that is a shock to me as well. Um, why not keep NWI, you know? Um, he's been pretty solid for us. Like, I, He kind of feels like that guy that is underappreciated on the roster. Now, we all know he's not a world beater. He's a solid, solid, solid number three receiver. He'd be a great number four receiver if you could get the contract that worked out that way. Um, good blocker. Vrabel loves him. Great on third down. I don't understand why we wouldn't just keep him for what we can get him for. Uh so if he <laughs> gets cut, I'll be a little upset.
0: The thing that I don't understand is why they didn't even tender him. You know, like get uh, you know, they did they did that with Tier Tart. They did it with um Aaron Brewer. You know, I don't understand that. From the standpoint of tennis, he's a homegrown player. He was an undrafted receiver at Indiana, started off on the practice squad, worked his way up to special teams, and he got reps at wide receiver, played wide receiver one a couple of games. He can play every position on – he can play every receiver position going from X to Y to slot. He has reps at all three. Your offense is, is better with him out, out there. In a position of wide receiver three, but you know that he can play wide receiver one, not very well, but he can and he has. So how is it not better to keep a guy like that around? Unless
1: know. this is all him just wanting to test the wide receiver market, and that's a possibility. And you know, I I know he's a really good favorite with Brable. I know Brable loves the guy, so yeah. that don't, that makes no sense to me. Hopefully, they keep Nwi in the building because he just he just. A, a typical Titan to me, like he feels like the Tennessee Titan. So, um, you know, he's was just a gamer. You know, he just goes out there and balls out. You know, he goes out there. He doesn't. He
0: doesn't do anything really sexy, but he does everything well. He blocks well. He he's good on punt coverage. He's good at you know third down, everything.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, we've covered uh, in this N.W.I. Of course, we're talking about. We have covered a ton of stuff here, Asher. Uh, but we're up against the clock here. Um, so, guys, we, we've covered everything from Derrick Henry to Jeffrey Simmons to the offensive of line, what it's going to be, Ben Jones leaving, maybe retiring, David Long, the contract, all the guys we've signed, all the guys we're talking about signing. We just do that here at Talking Two-Tone. We're locked in with the Tennessee Titans. This is our favorite time of year. We know we love watching the games. and I mean, I actually love this offseason stuff. Um, you know, it is what it is the guys we've lost and hopefully the guys we retain and Derek Henry's the main one and Jeffrey Simmons. But yeah. um and I'm gonna trust Rand Carthon and his decisions and uh, Mike Rables and we'll see what the draft looks like in the rest of free agency. Uh Asher, yeah. you got anything else to add to that or
0: No, I mean it's just right now it's kinda like, you know, I'm 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 at the put position like in with Rand Carthon is like when you when your little brother comes home. From work, or not from work, and your parents are at work, and you're kind of like standoffish. Like, all right, you little bastard what What are we gonna do today? Are you gonna are you gonna piss me off, or am
1: I, are you gonna do your homework? Yeah, that's kind of where we all are, you know. But can't panic yet, you know. And they got to think big picture. I don't know if they're planning for the future or not. Uh, who knows? We're, really, will show us what this team's gonna do the next couple weeks and into the draft. We'll really know how many how drafts and what they're really, you know, focusing on. So,
0: yep. But other than that, man, it's been another great episode. Um, we'll see you guys around draft time.
1: And as always tighten up. Hey guys, tighten up. Great to see y'all again. Absolutely.
0: Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, AKA the football history, dude.